The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Gemara Yevamot. Masechet Yevamot has been dedicated and sponsored by our dear friend, Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife in honor of his uh, family and Hatzlacha Varvacha Bechol Maaseyadav May be Zocheh to raise his children in the ways of the Torah, they should give him much nahat, he should have many more children with health and happiness, and he should have call him and his entire family, Amen. Just a note of interest, as we study Masechet Yebamot, many of the cases need diagrams, we have chosen the Sefer Siurim Le Masechet Yebamot as our uh, book for the diagrams written by Aaron Shalomo Berabi Baruch Moshe Hafner available in the bookstore so when we refer to pages we are using uh, that sefer Daf Lamed Gimal today's Daf is being studied the Nishmat Avraham Ben Esther Ruach Hashem Tanihinu Begani Eden Amen we begin today's Daf on Lamed Gimal Amud Yishon and we're going to begin on the fourth line first word on the line before we begin, let us just make a <coughs> quick review of what's taking place in this sugya. On Lamid Bet Amud Rishon, we had a fantastic machloket between Rabbi Yose and Rabbi Shimon. The subject was on the case of Isur Hal Al Isur, which means is it possible for a person to commit one act, but in that one act, he's possible to get two different Isurim. So the case that the Gemara brings over here is where, let's say, you have uh, Reuven and Shimon, and let's say Shimon gets married. Okay, Shimon marries, we'll say, uh, Rachel. Okay, at that point over there, Rachel's sister, Leah, is Asur to him right away. But anything off the bat, she's considered a hot ishto. So therefore, there's already an Isur. So that Isur comes first, let's say. Then Reuven comes along, his brother, and marries Leah. At that point, she becomes as well Eshet Ah. She went from being a hot eshtor, now they tack on another Isulta called Eshet Ah, because it's his brother's wife. So that would be considered Isur, Hal Al Isur. And the Biyoseh says that in that case over there, in Echenameh, if he went with her, he would get two Isurim. He would get the Ahot Ishto Isur, and he would also get the Eshet Ah Isur. That's Shittat Rabbi Yoseh. It's Mashmah that he's clearly holding Isur Hal Al Isur. That's what it's Mashmah from the initial reading. Rabbi Shimon comes along and says, no. It's Mashmah from Rabbi Shimon. Whatever the first Isur that came on him, that's the Isur that he gets. Example, in the case that we just gave, where Shimon got married first, since Ahot Ishto is on him first, that's the Isur that he gets. I later on she becomes Eshet Ah, we don't tack on the Eshet Ah. But, in the, in the reverse case, well, let's say Reuven got married first to Le'ah, so now already Le'ah is Asur to Shimon because of Eshet Ah, so according to be Shimon, even though Shimon is going to get married to Rachel, doesn't matter, she remains and he doesn't tack on the Ahot Ishto. That's the Gemara's reading on the Amud Ishto. So the Gemara had a question against the Biyoseh. Oh, the Biyoseh, <coughs> you want to say, En Isur, Al Isur? We have a question from another case. 
where a person <coughs> went with his haboto, went with his mother-in-law. And the mother-in-law case, potentially you could have two isurim. Well, hamoto, obviously, which incidentally the punishment for hamoto would be serifa. The person went, means mitad betin on hamoto. <coughs> but it's also possible that she's eshet ish. If she's married, there's an eshet ish over here. So the biyoseh said like this. If she was hamoto first, which means she wasn't married at the time that she, be, she became hamoto, so hamoto comes on him first, and then, let's say, after she got married, so then the eshet ish uh, should be tacked on, he says, no, you only hayab mishum hamoto. Well, obviously, it's mitat bedin over here, but he says that the hamoto is the punishment. Reverse, if she was eshet ish at the time. So eshet ish, is first, and then she became Hamoto, so you give him the punishment of Eshet Ish. So it's Mashma that the first Isur that was there, that's the Isur that he gets, and we don't say Isur Halal Isur, that was the Gemara's question. From Rabbi Yoseh to Rabbi Yoseh. <coughs> so the Babu tried to answer. Came the Babu, and he said like this, Really, I'll tell you that Rabbi Yoseh holds Isur Halal Isur. But in a specific case, on a case that's called Isur Mosif, what's the case of Isur Mosif? So understand, whenever we talk about Isur Mosif, we'll learn the mechanics of an Isur Mosif, and then we'll apply it. The mechanics basically is, <coughs> you have a certain uh, object that is Asur. There's an Isur on a certain object. And then the Isur Mosif comes along now and adds other Isurim to that object. So once already we're able to add other Isurim to that object, we're able to take the fellow that had one Isur and tack on another Isur to it, using the concept of Amigu. That's the principle, now we'll apply it in actuality. <clears throat> in our case over here, Shimon got married first. He has on himself, Achot Ishto. They as the object here. So now they add to him, he's married Rachel, they as the sister, this is considered Achot Ishto. At this point over here, now Reuven gets married, so now they tack on an Eshet Ach, but you can't tack on the Eshet Ach directly. He's got any suit on him already. He's got Achot Ishto. But the ach, Eshet Ach now affects all the other uh, brothers. So once already it affects other people, the Eshet Ach, because all the other brothers until that point were permissible or with uh, the Ach. They weren't Achot Ishto, all the other brothers don't have a problem with Leah. So once Leuven marries, now already the Eshet Ach kicks in to the other brothers. So Migu, that the Eshet Ach affects others, so I can bring it around to Shimon again and give him. That's how Isur Mosif works. And that's why the Bish, the Bish, uh, Yosef said that really in the case where she was Achot Ishto first, then she became Eshet Ach, you're going to give him, uh, you're gonna give him two. Because really, this is uh, Isur Halal Isur in the case of uh, Isur Mosif. That's what that's Rabbi Abu. Oh, so now let's go see how it answers all the questions with Ishto and the Hamoto. So in the case of Hamoto, and then she became Ishto. Really, if he did it Bishogeg, according to Rabbi Yosef, we'll say Isur Halal Isur. I will give him two. Meaning he'll have to bring two Korbanot. She became Hamoto first. She first was the mother-in-law. Then she became Eshetish, meaning after he went with the mother, after he married, so his mother, then she got married. Then she became Eshetish. So that would be another classical case of Isun Mosif. Because 
she was permissible to everybody else, and by becoming Eshet Ish, now she's Eshet Ish to everybody else, so once she becomes Eshet to everybody else, it goes around back to him, to that Migu. Migu that she's Asur to the world now, so we tack on the Eshet Ish to uh, Shimon again, as we're calling him in our example. <clears throat> oh, so in this case, so it's Yisur Halal Yisur, so if you did it Beshogeg, you give him to Kurban uh, Hataot. It's just that when it comes to Mitat Bedin, you can only give the guy one Mitat Bedin. You can't kill a guy twice. So therefore, we're going to give him the Hamoto, which is the stringent one. But in theory, if he did it, very nice. Gavala's <coughs> only problem with this is... Oh, and in, in the reverse case, let's speak out the reverse case, which became Eshet Ish first, which she was married first. So therefore, Eshet Ish is already on everybody. And then she became... Hamoto, which then he went and uh, married. So Ishtis was there first. So that's not considered Yisun Mosif. You're not being Mosif. She's already Yasut to everybody already. So in that case over there, that's why you're going to be your You give the Ishtis first. There's no... If you did that, you'll only be Hayav one. Because that's not considered a case of Yisun Mosif. Only problem is, on Rab Abhu, the B.O.C., you said two cases. Rab Abhu, you only settled one of his two cases. You only settled the case where she became Achot uh, Isha, and then she became Eshet Ach. But he said both cases. He said, what about a case where the Uven, let's say, married uh, Le'ah first? She became Eshet Ach first. In a case where she became Eshet Ach first, you didn't solve the dilemma, because she's a suit to everybody already. Now this marriage of Shimon only affects him. You're tacking on Achot Ishto. That's not Isur Mosif, but still, Rabbi Yosef said, you have to... So therefore, Rababu, your principle does not answer fully Rabbi Yosef Shita. So actually, Gemara says, if anything, that concept, when it's Eshet Ach first, and then Achot Ishto, then always that case is where the Uven got married first, to Le'ah, so the Eshet Ach's on everybody. Then when Shimon gets married to the sister, it only affects him. We call that Isur Kolel. That's the dynamic of Yisur Kolel. Now, let's explain how the Yisur Kolel works. Yisur Kolel works where, basically, the marriage of Shimon, you say, affected only him. Now, Le'ah, not only is my Eshet Ah, but she's also Achat Ishto. But in truth, it did affect other, other things. Meaning, before Shimon got married to this uh, uh, lady over here, technically he was permissible to the sisters, to this Rachel's sisters. He was permissible. There's no problem to marry the sisters. Once he marries Rachel, so now he's forbidden with all those sisters. So he did affect other people. He affected the, the Achot. But that doesn't have anything with Rachel, uh, with Le'ah. That affects the sisters against him. So therefore, that's called the Isun Mosif, which is for Isun, Isun Kolel, Mechila. Isun Kolel. And therefore... Rabbi Abu, your whole answer is what? No, I answered you. He holds of the Yisumosi principle. Good, he only answered one of the two cases. But the case of where she became Eshet uh, Ach first, and then Achot Eshto, that's called the Yisum Kolel. And the, uh, who says Rabbi Yosef says that by Yisum Kolel, you're going to say you have to. So therefore your analysis is uh, unacceptable. Good, so Rabbi Abu was rejected. Rabbi came along and answered a different answer. Rabbi said, you know something? Really, he doesn't hold the Visur Halal Isur, he doesn't hold the Visur Kolel, and that's not the dynamics, that's not the mechanics that are working over here. That's not the mechanics, but so what do you say, Hayav Tufu? How are you going to be Hayav Tu? You're really not Hayav Tu. 
Really, in principle, if he did it mishogeg or something, he'd only bring one korban in both cases. But he said, Yahayav too, Yahayav mishum eshet anachotishto. Let's nafkamina, how we classify this guy. Do we consider him a rasha, or do we consider him a rasha gamur? What's nafkamina? Call a guy rasha, rasha gamur. Where are you going to bury him? Because in theory, we're going to look at this man as if he has two sins on him. You don't have to bring two karbanot. We're not going to mehayev you in any other way. Maybe the nyan teshuvah also. But le'enyan burial, meaning like this. If a person would technically have one sin on him, so he's one level of rasha. He has two sins on him. He's a different level of rasha. In the olden days, they had different cemeteries. You know, they had cemeteries where the niskalim were buried, and you had cemeteries where the nechnakim were buried. The niskalim obviously are worse. So therefore, this guy that technically has, uh, you know, he did two transgressions. You can't legally hold him by the two transgressions, because any sur ala sur. But you know what? You're a guy that did something that there was an issue. Ah, we're putting you in the uh, in the worst cemetery possible. We're not letting you get buried next to the uh, the normal uh, the normal rasha. We're going to put you in the rasha gabu cemetery. Okay, so that's the way Rava answers uh, the dilemma. It's very 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 easy. So then the Gemara says, hey, you know something? This thing that we talked about isu kolel. <clears throat> that, 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 flatly, uh, that the Gibraltar flatly rejected and said, uh, uh, Rabbi Yosef doesn't subscribe to it, that you can't get two Isudim on Isud Kolel, not so fast. It's really subject uh, to a Mahloket. So the Gibraltar then brought uh, three cases. And that's where we're really holding now in the three cases. And in these three cases over here, we had uh, two opinions in the cases. We had the opinions of Rabbi Hiya and Bar Kapara. What was the case? No, fine. What were the cases? First case was like this, a czar that worked on Shabbat. Zar is a non-Kohen, right? So, Reb Hiyah said, as I heard from Rabbi, that if a czar works on Shabbat, got two Isulim working over here. Number one, he's a czar. A czar that works. He's not a Kohen. Non-Kohen. There's Isul for that. And number two, he worked on Shabbat. You know, a Kohen can work on Shabbat, but a regular czar cannot work on Shabbat. It's Shabbat over here. So you give him two. Barakapara comes on and says, I swear, that's not what I heard from the B. I heard from the B, only get one. Shabbat doesn't apply to anybody in the Beit HaMikdash. Not to Kohanim, not to Zarim. The only problem with this guy is, he's a Zar. Okay, so you give him one. One Isur. That's the first case. Second case was Baal Mum. Baal Mum, uh, that now served Bitum'ah. Oh. So now, Kohen, Kohen Baal Mum. So now the Gemara says, again, same Mahloket. Rabbi Hayyaz says, give him two. Give him one for the Baal Mum. And give him the second one. He worked with Tum'ah. That's two different Yisurim. Came back Kapara and says, I swear I heard from the B. You only get one. Tum'ah was waived already. In certain cases, when there's a Qurban Sibur in the Beit HaMikdash, under certain circumstances, they do waive the Yisur Tum'ah. So all you have over here is a Baal Mum. Right, so you give him one. Okay. Third case. Third case is the story of a bird. That was stored in the Beit Hamikdash through the process of milika. Right, the Kohen takes his uh, uh, nail and he you know, pierces it from the back of the neck. So really, outside of the Beit Hamikdash, this bird is considered a nevela. Can't eat this bird. That's not a normal shechita. Shechita normally got to be with a knife in the proper way. So now we're talking about over here a zar, meaning a non-Kohen. He ate from this uh, bird over here. Oh, so comes uh, Rabbi Hayyan said, you got to give him two. Number one. He's a Zad. That guy's Zad eating Kodesh. Can't eat uh, Kurbanot. And number two, since he's a non-Kohen, he's not eligible to eat this bird. Bechlaus, I kosher for him. It's considered nevelas. He tack on uh, two. And again, Bar Kaparat comes along. I swear, I heard from the B. It's not so. You only get one. Because once the Torah was matir 
this bird from Milikas Metin to everybody. The Kohanim and non Kohanim as well. The only thing you put on the guy is a uh, Isud of Zar. Those were the three cases. Now the Gebarah begins to analyze. What's the root of the Mahloket between Rabbi Hiya and Bar Kapara? Actually, we can actually start on the first couple of lines of Lamidima, just to <coughs> read it inside. What is the root of the argument? Be'isur kolel. Oh, back to the Isur kolel. Ve'alibad Yosef. Now, very important. First, understand what's happening here. The whole mahlok between the Fiyan, Barqa in these cases, we're discussing Shitat Rabbi Yosef over here. Okay, that's the first uh, principle. We're discussing Shitat Rabbi Yosef. That normally he says, you say Isur Halal Isur, like we learned. I mean, for example, in Isur Mosif, According to the way we learned the written from the first dance of Nababu, Isur Mosif, you say uh, Isur Halal Isur, using that Migu that we used. That once already she becomes a Sur from Eshet Ah to the other brothers, so now we can put an Eshet Ah as well on the first brother. Good. So you know what? There's going to be opinion that's going to say, not only can we give him an Isur Mosif, but we're going to give him as well as Sur Kolel, you also get to. The Gabbana says, Rabbi Hayasava, Rabbi Yosei, Isur Kolel, Ma'ayeb Tarte. Negrami. According to uh, Rabbi Yosef is going to subscribe to two Isurim, to Isur Hal Isur, even by a Isur Kolel. Bar Kapara Sabar, lo mechayev el Ahadaz. No, Bar Kapara says, by Isur Mosif, he'll say you get two. But by Isur Kolel, no. Actually, it comes out that Bar Kapara is exactly the Babu. The way that Babu wanted to say uh, on the Amud Bet. Babu wanted to say Isur Mosif, yeah. But Isur Kolel, no. That's exactly Shita. But you see over here, there's a new Shita here of Rabhiyah that wants to say not only is he hold it by Isur Mosif, you get two, even by Isur Kolel, you're also going to get two Isurim. Oh. <clears throat> so let's just read Rashi. Very important Rashi here, the second line. Isur Kolel Mehayev Tarti. And how does he know that? Diktani Hayab Mishum Eshet Ahu Mishum Ahot Isha. She's on the statement of the Braita, Rabbi Yosef did not make a difference. He said that this Shimon is Asur for two things. Eshet Ah and Achot Isha. He didn't say, it didn't matter which one came first. So therefore, Smashma, whether it's working with the Isun Mosif, or whether it's working with the Eshet Ah, Afidu Nasa Met, Va'adak Nasa Hai, Deleka Isun Mosif, Ba'ay Batla Ela Isun Kolel. Migu de Mitzar Bechulu Ahvata Kolel Gamitzeh Imahen. Which is even in the case where, let's say, she became Eshet Ah first. Eshet Ah first, so she's Asut to everybody already. Now when Shimon gets married, it will tack on to him, Achot Ishto. How could you tack it on? He has an Isut already, Eshet Ah. No, because since Legabe him, now he cannot marry the sisters, because now the sisters became forbidden, because now it's Achot Ishto to the sisters, so therefore we can tack on Achot Ishto to him, to the Uven's wife. So therefore, Yisur Kolel, classic case of Yisur Kolel. And what? Rabbi Yisur didn't make a difference. He said, Yahayav both. Yahayav on Ahot Ishto. So that's the way Rabbi Hiya understood the Shita of Rabbi Yosei. Next Rashi, Bar Kapara says, Lo mehayev ela hada. No, Rabbi Yosei says by Yisur Kolel, in that case over there, it only be Hayav one. Oh. And that case over there where we saw Rabbi Yosef was Hayav too? That wasn't an Isur Kolel. Don't discuss one case of Rabbi Yosef. 
According to Bar Kaprar, he was not talking about both cases. He was only talking about a case where she became a hot isha first, and then she became uh, eshet ah, where you can use the principle of isun mosif. But uh, when it came to the Isun Kolel case, Rabbi Yosef never talked about such a case. If you only, I have two in the case of Isun Mosif. Okay. Oh, now we had we had a brayta important. We had a brayta on the, yesterday's daf where the Bishimon said you only Hayab Mishum Eshet Ah. That's the case where the Eshet Ah came first. When the Eshtach came first, he said, that's mashma that Rabbi Shimon holds Yahayab on the Eshtach, mashma that Rabbi Yoseh argues. Now, according to Bar Kapara, he doesn't argue with that case. That's Yisud Kolel. He agrees with that case. So that she has to go out of his way and tell us that according to Bar Kapara, that Girsa, he does not have that Braita. Because that Braita is not going to make sense. Because if you say Rabbi Shimon is holding Yahayab on the Eshtach, it's not only Rabbi Shimon, even according to Rabbi Yosef, that's Yisud Kolel. Everybody agrees in that case. What do you have to, do you have to single out Rabbi Shimon? So he says that that'll only work out according to the way that Hayat understands, but not the way according to Bar Kapara understands. Okay, and then even we go further. Now the Gemara is going to explain to us, which is very good, how was these three cases that we just mentioned, the three cases again, the Zar that worked on Shabbat, the Baal Mum that worked B'Tum'ah, and the uh, Zar that ate from the uh, Milikah, from the bird. Why are these cases Isur Kolel cases? The Gemara says, "Umay Isur Kolel Ikahacha." the case of the Zad that ate that worked on Shabbat, the non-Kohen that worked on Shabbat. Before Shabbat comes, this guy's allowed to work. There's no Isur Melacha on a Tuesday. He's allowed to work, so therefore there's no Isur Melacha on him going into the week. The Asur Ba'avoda. But the Isud of Avodah is always on. Not only can he work on Shabbat, he can't work on a Tuesday either. So then what's the first Isud that goes on the Zar? Isud Avodah. So the Isud Avodah is on him first, but what? The Melacha is permissible. Regular Melacha. At Yala Shabbat. What happens? Now Shabbat comes along. So I say, Migu Dekam Mitzar Bimlacha. So now he becomes Isud to do all other works. Mitzar ba'avodah. So he becomes asur as well in avodah. Now, that's not an isur mosif. That's called an isur kolel. I'll explain to you why. I'll give you the mechanics. In isur mosif, in this case, would have been like this. Just so you can hear the, the, the other side, so you can appreciate how the isur kolel is working. <coughs> isur mosif would be like this. The guy's asur ba'avodah. So avodah is the, is the object over here. That's like Le'ah in our other uh, example. The man has on him Isud Avodah. This Zah, you cannot work in the Beit HaMikdash. Now you want to tack on this guy also in Isud Shabbat. Well, it would be in Isud Mosif if Shabbat would add other people into the Isud of Avodah. Which means, let's say Kohanim were allowed to work in the Beit HaMikdash. If Shabbat would come in Oser Kohanim, so you could say, oh, Migu that it's Oser Kohanim, uh, bring it back to the, uh, this Zad as well. But it's not so, because Kohanim can work on Shabbat also. So all you're doing over here is, you're just being Oser, the guy, Melach, Avodah. That's a suit all week long. Now all the Shabbat does is, you Oser with other Melacha. You, you didn't touch the object. The object is the Avodah. The object remains Yisur. Now you just want to bring Shabbat in, so you're going to include other Melachot. That's what Yisur Mosif. And what do you see from over here? Thank you. Isur Kolel. 
And therefore, what do you see? You see that uh, that's where the Mahlokan is. If Hayah will say, in such a case, what's called Yisru Kolel, you get two. Now, Hayah, in the name of Rabbi Yosef, in Rabbi Yosef Shita. And Bar Kapara will say, only get one. Uh, so let's see the second case. Ba'al Mum. All right, the coin that had a Mum. Me'ikara Shari Ba'akhira. Originally, a Ba'al Mum is allowed to eat Kodesh. She's a, a, even a Kohen that has a blemish, there's no Isur for him to eat from the Kodashim. We have Pesukim for that. He's allowed to eat from the Kodesh, even though he's blemished. The Asur Ba'avodah. But one thing is clear, a Ba'al Mum is not allowed to do Avodah. So Avodah is the object of it. Avodah is the Isur. Itmele, now he becomes Tameh. So it's a Migu Dekam Mitzar Ba'achila. So what is the Tum'ah do for him? The Tumaz osen him now from eating. Because while a Baalum can eat Kodashim, but a, a Tameh cannot eat Kodashim. So I'll say, Mitzar Nameh Ba'avodah. So it's going to be Asur as well, Ba'avodah. But again, that's Isur Kolel. Because again, the Avodah remained Isur. All the extra Tumad did is added something else outside of Avodah. Avodah remained Asur. He couldn't, he couldn't do Avodah when he was a Baalum. So the Tumad didn't add anything to the Avodah. All it did was now something that was permissible to him, meaning to eat, now became forbidden. So that's a classical case of Isur Kolel again. It's not Isur Mosif. And therefore, we have a Mahlokan again between Bar Kapara and Rabbi Hayah. So you see that they're actually arguing on Isur Kolel. Kabbalah says, yeah, one problem. Two out of the three cases work. But the third case, Melika, is not an Isur Kolel case. Why? Kabbalah <coughs> says, Ela Melika. Bevat Ahati. Which means the case of Milika, it happens simultaneously. Let's discuss how the dynamics of the Milika case comes. This bird, before you made Shaitan it, before you did, what did you sanctify it for a Qurban? At that point over there, if anybody, a Kohen or a non-Kohen, would use it for personal purposes, it would be considered me'ilah, yumu'il. The second you make milika, in that one action of you slaughtering it with the thumb and the nail, both Isurim come on it simultaneously. It becomes asur fazarim, because now it's already a kurban, zar cannot eat it, because it's Kodesh, and it also is the nevirah. So it doesn't, that's not called Isur Kolel. Isur Kolel means it starts off with one, one came, one Isur came, and then another Isur came around. Here, it's not working with the dynamics of Isur Kolel. Isur, this over here is just Isur simultaneous. So therefore, your uh, way of understanding the three Braithot, or the three cases, I should say, is not, is not fit. Again, you tried to say that, ah, I found an opinion that wants to say, according to the B.U.S. said that Isur Kolel, you're going to get two. <clears throat> And where do I see this from? From the way that Bihayah explained the three right or the three cases, that he have two, and all these cases are Isur Kolel cases. Here you're wrong, they're not all Isur Kolel cases. That rule that you said only applies to two out of the three cases, and if it can't apply to all three cases, so therefore you, you have to come up with an alternate theory to explain the three cases. So therefore, scratch that. Scratch that approach, then we have to give a new approach to understand what the root mahlokat between Bar Kapara and Rabbi Hayah is in the three cases. So Gibran says, Ela. Whenever you see an Ela, that means it's rejecting the last uh, approach, and that's going to offer a new approach. Kamifligi bi'isur bevatahat. Oh. New principle. The argument over here is, isur bevatahat. When 
two Isurim come on an object simultaneously. Which means really in Isur Halal Isur. That's not the subject, and don't get involved with the Isur Halal Isur. Which means nobody holds Isur Kolel, don't get involved. Isur Kolel is only one. So what are they arguing over here? These cases were cases where the Isur of, for example, Zar and Shabbat came on them simultaneously. Now let's just think ourselves. How in the world can it come simultaneously? If it was on a Tuesday, so obviously the Zarut is on him first, and then when Shabbat comes along, so then the Shabbat, which is always Zarut was on him first, and then the Shabbat, when the Shabbat rolls around, so the Shabbat comes. Give me a case where the Zar and the Shabbat can come on him simultaneously. I don't have a problem with the Milika case. The Milika case is easy. I was about Give me a case where the, the Ba'almum and the Tum'ah came simultaneously. One's got to come first. He's got to become a Ba'almum first, and then he becomes Tameh. Or he's Tameh, and then he becomes a Ba'almum. How can you say these are cases where it happened simultaneously? So the Gemara says. Gemara <coughs> says. Same thing, they're going in Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Hayat Sabar, Rabbi Yosef, Bi Isur Batahat, Mehayev Tarte. And Rabbi Hayat is going to hold Rabbi Yosef, so when it comes to Isur Batahat, in Echademiya Hayav, two. Give me the case, how do you explain the case that it's Batahat? Zar Shishimesh Beshabbat, Kegon de Aiti Shte Sa'arot Beshabbat. He was a katan. Talk about a minor over here. A minor is not hayav in anything. He's not hayav, not in zarut. And he's not hayav in the laws of Shabbat. What happened? He got his two hairs, meaning he reached maturity on Shabbat. So what comes on him simultaneously? Isur Shabbat comes on him at the same time that Isur Zarut comes on him. Dehav yana zarut Shabbat ba'adehadadi. And therefore, that's the Hidush of Rabbi Hayah. You should know we have two Isurim that fall on the guy simultaneously. You get, you get both. You get both. Batarat. Ba'almum Nameh. Now give me a case where a Ba'almum can become Tameh simultaneously. So it says, Kegon, Da'ayti shte sa'arot ve'itmele. Da'ad yele Ba'almum ve'tumah ba'adadadi. He became a Ba'almum when he was a Katan. Ba'almum when he was a Katan means nothing. Katan Ba'almum, there's no Isur for him to serve. He's a Ma, he's a Katan. There's no Isurim on him. After he became a Baal Mum, so then he became, uh, he got uh, Tameh, and then he got two Sa'arot. So now, once he gets the two Sa'arot, bingo, right away he has on him two things now. He's Tameh, plus he's a Baal Mum, so it hit him at the same time. Okay, good, that's the case as well. Iname, I'll give you an alternate case. Shehatach etzpa'o besakin temea. A regular gadol, let's say. Not a minor. He took a knife, the knife was Tameh. He cut his finger with a knife that was Tameh. Automatically he becomes a Ba'almum and Tameh simultaneously. And once he cuts his finger up with the knife, that's Tameh. The, 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 the Tameh knife makes him Tameh and he becomes a Ba'almum. Oh, so comes Gebaran says... Now let's pause for a second. So now you change the whole understanding of this Gemara. We're discussing not Isur Kolel anymore. Don't get involved. Isur Kolel nobody subscribes to. The discussion of the Isud Atahat. Now we have to go back and plug it in to the case of Eshet Ah and Achot Ishto. Where the Biyo says Yehayav 2. At least according to the way the Fiyaz understanding. Yehayav 2. How is that a case of Batahat? Give me a case where a lady, she's Le'ah in our example, 
could become Achot Ishto and Eshet Ah simultaneously. Always the way we were learning till now is uh, first she becomes Eshet Ah or first she becomes Achot Ishto. Now we're changing the case. We have to see it's talking about it came on it simultaneously. Could you give me a case where it came on it simultaneously? So Rashi says the case. Look at Rashi, Dibura Matil, Mehayev Tarte. Rashi says, the case that we said above, the Hayav Shtaim Kegon, where it came on him simultaneously. How? We find the case, Kegon, meaning the Hagot Abach, the two brothers, Reuven and Shimon, appointed a Shaliyah to go make a Kiddushin. Okay? Shnei achayot. To go make kiddushin on two sisters. Rachel and Le'ah. Vehen asu shaliyah lekabel kiddushin. And they also appointed shaliyahin to receive the kiddushin. Upaga shaliyah b'shaliyah. And both shaliyahin met simultaneously and they both got married, Reuven and Shimon. The kiddushin was held at the same time. So to Shimon, achot ishto and eshet achit. At the same moment. Once the shaliyah accepted the kiddushin, so therefore, it's on both. So, oh, and that's the case where he's going to say, Isur halal Isur, and that's why you have uh, two, and that's the way uh, they want to understand. So let's, uh, let, let, let's just review where we're holding until this point. According to this answer, go back to the original case of Achotishto and Eshetach. We're going to really hold, it's a Batahat case. And in the Batahat case, that's why you have two, according to the way the Bihiyah understands the Biyoseh. And still, Bar Kapara is going to come along and say, no, no, that's not Pshat. Rabbi Yosei really holds on a Batahat case, you only have one. He argues on, but the argument is in Rabbi Yosei, how they look at when you have Isurim come, be Batahat. Okay, look at Rashi. Lo mechayev el hada. Oh, so if you only have one according to Bar Kapara, so what's the case of Rabbi Yosei that we had on, uh, he says you have two. So he says, no. She's even the Bish, Bar Kapara, has to explain the Biyoseh. The Biyoseh said, clearly, Hayav 2. He'll see, only Hayav in the case of 2, where it's Yisud Mosif. Where the Hot Isha came first, and then the Eshtahat came first. But Batahat, no. So Yisud Mosif is better, according to Bar Kapara. I mean, you'll get 2 in the case of the Biyoseh, but only in the case where... It was Isur Mosif. So nobody said, let's just read what comes out now. Let's chart it out. Isur Kolel is off the boards. Nobody else of Isur Kolel anymore. You never get two for Isur Kolel. Isur Mosif, you have Isur Mosif. According to the Biyose, everybody agrees there is a Isur Mosif. All we're saying is, according to the Hayyad, there's also a concept of Batahat we can get two. Whereas Barakapra says, no sir. In a Batahat case, you're only getting one. That's the uh, chart for this, uh, for this Mahalach. Comes the Gemara and says, not going to work. Not going to work this approach. Why? Even though we were able to turn all these three cases into Batahat uh, scenarios, it's not going to work. Why? Gemara says like this, Bishlaman This will work according to Bihiya. Ki itniya ledide alibad rabi yose. Ki itniya lebar kapara alibad rabi shimon. Now let's go back for a second. When these three cases were introduced, if you remember the drama behind the cases, when the Hayyaz claimed that Yahayaf 2, he said in the name of Rabbi. 
got up, if you remember, he swore. He said, I swear I heard in the name of Rabbi, he told me in this case, I have to. And then Bar Kapara got up. He said, I also swear in the name of Rabbi, and he told me only I have one. Now, somebody over here is mishearing something here. So we have to try to make sense of what he heard, what was the mistake, what he thought he heard it. We don't want to make Hazrat Hakim liars. So the Gabbana says, it's not a problem. Rabbi Yosef, we can understand exactly what happened in this story. Rabbi Yosef will say like this, I heard from Rabbi, I know what I heard from Rabbi. Rabbi told me two. And you know what he was talking about? He was talking about the shita of Rabbi Yosef. Uh, and I know what I heard. My colleague over here, Bar Kapala, he heard from Rabbi one. Very good. He heard Rabbi Shimon's opinion. If you remember, on the, yesterday's daft, we're only discussing Rabbi Yosef till now. But there was another opinion over there, Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon clearly said, he only hayab one of the two. So that means clearly he holds that on a batahat uh, situation, you only get one. So uh, Rabbi Yosef can come along and say, listen, uh, uh, Rabbi Hayab will say, along, I'll tell you what happened here. To the defense of my colleague, Bar Kapara. I heard it too. Rabbi told me too. And I don't deny it. My colleague heard from Rabbi, the same rabbi, one. I can reconcile when my rabbi Rabbi was telling me two, he was talking in Shittat, Rabbi Haya, and he said, I'm sorry, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef, I have two. And my colleague, Bar Kapara, when he heard from Rabbi, he heard it, he heard one, he heard what he heard, but uh, he didn't realize that the rabbi was talking in Rabbi Shimon's opinion. So therefore, everything's fine. However, Bar Kapara, but if you reverse it, Bar Kapara, according to Bar Kapara, there's no such thing as, Rabbi Yosef holding you get two on Isur Batahat. Rabbi Yosef only says you get one. Rabbi Shakuri Kamishakir. Which means Rabbi Hiyah came along and said, I heard from Rabbi two. According to Bar Kaparat, there's never two. Which is, the, according to everybody, even according to Rabbi Yosef, according to the way Bar Kaparat understood him, Isur Batahat is only Hayav one. So, Bar Kaparat, the way you understood it, you're, you're making Rabbi Hiyah a liar. So, Rabbi Hiyah says, I heard from Rabbi two. Is there an opinion that says to According to Bar Kapara, there's no opinion that says to Not uh, Rabbi Yosef, not Rabbi Shimon. So then, it's one thing to, 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 to mishear, but you, 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 this is a lie. Well, you, I heard two. I can hear two. There's no opinion that says to So the Gabbara says, eh, let's, you got to reject that line of reasoning. Because of this question, we got to scratch that last uh, chart out. Now we got to rechart it. Keep the same case. It's a Batahat case. Vanibad the Rabbi Shimon. Oh, but we're not going in the Rabbi Yosef now. We're going in the Rabbi Shimon. Which means, Bar Kapara and Rabbi Hiya, they were analyzing Rabbi Shimon's opinion. That's where the analysis is. How? And therefore what? What's the, what's the, uh, what's the uh, interpretation of that? The interpretation of that would be as follows. Just look at my personal chart over here. That means the mahlokit between the Bihiyah and Bar Kapara is in a Batahat case, what Rabbi Shimon will hold. Which means, according to the Bihiyah, he's going to say, listen, even though normally Rabbi Shimon doesn't hold this Isud Halal Isud business, normally he'll just get one. But in a Batahat case, he'll agree you get two. For that Bar Kapara and Kalalong says, no, Rabbi Shimon's consistent, you never get two. Not in uh, in Isur Halal uh, Isur uh, case, and not in the Batahat case. But that's where the Mahlokit is. The Mahlokit is in the Bishim'on. 
Does the Mishamon agree to this Batachat situation? You get to or not? Rabbi will, Rabbi Hayah will say, he agrees. The Mishamon only argued in case where it's Yisud Halalis, where it comes separately. And then he's going to say, you don't get to. But in the case where it came simultaneously, he'll agree. Bat Kabbalah Kabbalah says, you're wrong. Even in that case of Batachat, the Mishamon's consistent with his opinion, any Yisud Halalis, you only get one. But their source, their source Mahlokan is where? In the case of Batachat, and their argument is in Rabbi Shimon. Now, <clears throat> let's read Rashi, please. Ba'adibad Rabbi Shimon. Rashi says, Ba'adibad Rabbi Shimon, Ha'ki kama Rabbi Chiyah, Afagav de Palik Rabbi Shimon, Upatar, Even though Rabbi Shimon normally is potent, you only get one out of the two, Ha'animidi bekolel. That's only when it's Yisur kolel. Aval bevatahat, Modeh, Ho'il velo kadim had lehavre. Since they come simultaneously, so therefore you get both. Ubar kapara amar bebata hat nami padig rabbi shimon. Good, exactly like we understood. Comes Gibran says problems. Ela kamepage bishul bata hat nami padig rabbi shimon. Bishlamal rabbi chaya. It's good according to rabbi chaya. Kamishtaba. I understand why rabbi chaya got very dramatic and swore. Remember, rabbi chaya came in and said, "I swear, I heard from rabbi. He told me two." Now the way we're understanding that is he told me that according to the Bishimon, he's going to agree you get two in a Batahat case. I understand why he's swearing. You know why? Because he's saying something that's a Hidush. Because normally the Bishimon holds any Surah Halali Surah. You only get one. So he's saying, but in this case, I swear I'm telling you the Bishimon goes against his rule. In a Batahat case, he agrees. So therefore the swear is, uh, is valid. Because... You're saying a Hindu should be Shimon. Nobody be Shimon will say any Isur Halli Isur. So you have to swear to But I swear that in this case you're going to get two. El le Barka Para Lamele le Ishtebu'eh. But according to Barka Para, what are you swearing for? Isn't it obvious? According to, according to Barka Para, the way we understand the be Shimon, you never get two. Any Surahai Isus, what are you getting? A, I swear! No Hindush, that's Pashut. You never get two. So that the swear is considered uh, too dramatic. In Barka Parah, you don't need to, to swear at such a thing. For, for, for the Bihiyah, the swear is understood. The swear already is saying, you know, the Bishamon is saying, Hadush here. He agrees by Bakhtahatik and Hayab too. Good, uh, that's why he swore. But Barka Parah, what are you swearing for? You're not saying anything Hadush in the Bishamon. The Bishamon is consistent. He never holds his surah. He never says, get to. Kasha. You want to leave that in the Kasha. Now we go further. Another, another point. Bishamon Barka Parah. Now, according to this line of reasoning, Barka Parah makes a lot of sense. Ki etnia rabbi ledide alibad rabbi Shimon ki etnia rabbi chia alibad rabbi Yosef. Oh, good. Now we want to see who over here is lying, who's not lying over here, because both of them are saying they heard from rabbi, right? Rabbi chia, I heard from rabbi two. Bar kapras, I heard from rabbi one. So Gibran says, you know what? According to Bar kapras, that makes sense, because Bar kapras will say like this: I, I know what I heard from rabbi. I heard one. And he was talking about Rabbi Shimon, where Batahat is one. And my colleague, uh, Rabbi Hayyad, heard two from Rabbi? That was Alibad Rabbi Yosef. That Rabbi Yosef will say on a Batahat, you get two. So therefore, Bar Kapara can explain the uh, mishearing uh, of uh, each other to what Rabbi said. I said, no problem, it's a, a simple mistake happened here. He heard what he heard. Rabbi Hayyad heard what he heard. He heard Rabbi say two. The only problem is, he thought he was talking, uh, yeah, he was talking to Biyoseh. 
I heard one, he was talking in the Bishimon. So it works. But the other way. According to the Bishimon, that says everybody agrees. That by Yisub Batarat, Ben Rabbi Yosef, Ben Rabbi Shimon, that you get two, Bar Kapara Shakuri Kamishakir. You have to say Bar Kapara was, uh, was lying. Because he heard one. Rabbi told him one. one. Nobody holds one. Nobody holds one. In, in the case of Batarat, everybody holds two. So therefore, you have to say according to the way Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Hayah understood. So you have to say according to the way, yeah, according to the way uh, Rabbi Hayah understood, you're making Bar Kapara a liar. Let me speak that out again. According to the Bihiya, both the Bishimon, both the Bihiya agree. Vibatachat, you hayav, two. And that's what he heard from the Bihiya, by the way. The Bihiya told him, two. Very good. He heard good. Now, Bar Kapara comes, I heard from me one. Me one. one. You couldn't have heard one. Nobody holds one. There's no way to reconcile what you heard. It's impossible that he said that. So, how can the Bihiya. <laughs> Understand what Bar Kapara was saying. You don't want to make Bar Kapara a liar. So the Gibraltar says, I will explain it to you. Amalekha Rabbi Hayah. Rabbi Hayah says, I have no problem. I can explain how Bar Kapara made this mistake. Ki itniya Rabbi Lidide Tarti Liftor Itniya. Very good. <clears throat> Let's remember the context of when Rabbi was making these statements. It was in context of the three cases. Zar that worked on Shabbat, and we made it a simultaneous case. We became a gadol on Shabbat. He got two hairs on Shabbat. He came maturity on Shabbat. Baal Moon that uh, worked bitumah, so he's when the Baal Moon and the tumah came simultaneously. And the milika case, right? The zar that ate from the uh, the milika. It was in those that context of these three cases that the bee said either hayav two or hayav one based on what they heard. So this is I'll tell it to you outside and I'll read it to you inside. Very interesting the way the by kapara what happened here. What happened was, Rabbi uh, told Bar Kapara that you have one. You have one. So now, Bar Kapara uh, heard, he heard what he heard, he heard one. But he made a, uh, he made a mistake here. Why? Because Interesting. Two out of the three cases, the first two cases, they could be batahat cases, like I explained it to you. But if you remember, they could also be isud kolel cases. Those first two cases can either work with the batahat situation, or could work in the isud kolel situation. The isud kolel situation would be like we explained. I'll give you just one, just to bring it back to your, your brains. The zar, it was isud b'melacha already, but shabbat was permissible. Melacha was permissible. It wasn't shabbat yet. Melacha was permissible. When Shabbat came, it just was Osir, other melacha to him. So therefore, if you say Yisud Kolel, just like it was Yisud, other melacha, it'll be tacked on to the Avodah as well. Yisud Kolel. Okay? As well as the Ma'almum and the Tum'ah cases work with Yisud Kolel. So listen to what happened there. When Rabbi was talking to Bar Kapara, he was talking to him in Yisud Kolels. He wasn't discussing about the hot case at all. He was only discussing the first two cases. He wasn't discussing the third case of Milika, because Milika can only be explained by Batahat. So now what happened, Rabbi, Bar Kapara hears from Rabbi, and they know they're talking in the context of uh, these cases. So he hears from him, he says, only I have one. So he said, I have one? Well, one of the cases of the three is Milika. And Milika's got to be by Batahat. 
So he's saying in the Batahat Yahayav one. So must be the other two cases he was also saying because they're similar cases. You also must be explaining it in the Batahat. And therefore you also Hayav one. So he made a mistake. He he applied the one to the Milikakle case, which is okay. But then he took it back to the other two where Really, the B was really referring to Isun Kolel. That's why he was saying only I have one. So therefore, he put all the three cases together, and therefore he made a mistake and thought that on all the cases they're learning Bevatahat, like Milikaz Bevatahat, he learned the other cases of Bevatahat as well. And therefore, oh, it must be the B's teaching me that Bevatahat cases, Yahayav one. No, you must you misunderstood. He was not discussing Bevatahat when he was talking to you. When he was talking to you, he was on the Isun Kolel mode. And he was only discussing two out of the three cases, and he was just telling you, you should know, in these first two cases, when you learn the Misun Kolel, you're only going to be Hayav one. Which is true. But Bar Kapara, he put all the cases together. He thought he was referring to all three cases. So he's the third case, the third case is only, only Bevatahat. So if just like the third case is Bevatahat, you're telling you only Hayav one. So it must be the first two cases also Bevatahat, you only Hayav one. So that's where his mistake was. He heard one. He was right for hearing one. It's just that his... Uh, his application to the one was was uh, misleading, and that's what Gemara says. Visur kolel itnia, meaning Rabbi was talking to his, uh, regarding the cases of Visur kolel. Valibad Rabbi Shimon, and he was talking in Rabbi Shimon. So when he heard the, his case of the only Hayab one, right away he thought about the third case. The case of Milika, because that's one of the cases. The Aidi Didamiana, and since it's similar, because Parman, all these three cases have an analogy to that Azar is eating, uh, doing something that he shouldn't do. So therefore, it was similar to the other two. So he mixed them all together, the three cases. And then he analyzed. He said, must be the case of Bevatahat, because the Milika case can only be Bevatahat. So therefore, he learned the first two cases of Bevatahat as well. He said, the case of Milika's Bevatahat, so the other two are talking about Bevatahat. Umedahanach lift on, and from the fact that he tell me the other ones, Bevatahat only Hayav one. Hanachnam, from the case of Milikai, he is only one. Hanachnam lift on. So therefore, that's the way we understand. So let's just review this third uh, approach, which is really the keeper. It is the final approach of the uh, Gemara. The final approach is like this. According to the Bihiyah, according to the Bihiyosem, we're going to hold like this. Really, there's a principle over here now of Isud Batahat. Isud Batahat, we're going to say, uh, applies. And therefore, you're going to be Hayav too. And as well, the way we're going to understand, he also is going to subscribe to Isud uh, Mosif. In, again, in a Biyose. And he's also going to hold up Isud Kolel as well. He's going to hold everything. It's all three are going to be the Alibad Biyose. But, but he wasn't talking to Biyose. Uh, there was discussion in was in the Bishimon. So the whole discussion was does the Bishimon uh, agree to the Batahat situation? And the Priya said he agrees. When it comes, he's only arguing the other cases in the Surah Kolel and Musib. When it comes to the Batahat, he agrees. Bar Kabra says, What are you talking about? When it comes to the Batahat, he doesn't agree. He holds Batahat, he also only Hayav one. That's the way uh, Bar Kabra is going to understand it. Very good. Now, all we just said in this last point is, so what did Bar Kapara hear? Now, he heard the right number. He heard one. The problem is his application was wrong. He thought the one was talking about a Batahat case. <laughs> but it wasn't. He really, the B was talking to Bar Kapara, and he sued Kolel in the first two cases, with Chayak the Bisur Kolel. 
He didn't understand. Like, he, he applied all the three cases together. He said, the Milikat case can only be about Tachat. So the other case must be was told me is about Tachat case. That's why he said, well, no, you misheard him. Well, you heard him right, but you misapplied it, like you said. Very good. Now the Gemara has one more etive. Gemara says, metive. We have a question. Zar sheshimesh b'Shabbat. Okay, we had this case already. A Zar that worked on Shabbat. Uba'almum sheshimesh b'Tum'ah. Well, for that matter, Uba'almum that uh, served b'Tum'ah. Yesh kan mishum zarut u mishum Shabbat. You're going to be hayav too. Zarut and Shabbat in the first case. Mishum ba'almum u mishum Tum'ah. Devrei Rabbi Yosef. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Shimon Omer, En kan ela mishum zarut u ba'almum bilvad. So Rabbi Shimon says you only get one out of the... One out of the two. sharia. But when it comes to milika, milika is permissible. Which means if a zar ate milika, it's permissible. Now, permissible to who? We have Rabbi Yosei over here in this Braita, and you have Rabbi Shimon. They clearly gave me their opinion in the first two cases. Rabbi Yosei says you get two in the first, you get zar and uh, t- t- Shabbat, zar and Tumah, you get two. Ba'alum and Tumai get two. And the Bishmon clearly says, what? You get one in those cases. Oh, but what? When it comes to the Milika, Mutar. Meaning you only get one. Who's talking here? Leman Sharia. Is it Rabbi Yosei or Rabbi Shimon? Kabbalah, what are you talking? Ilimah Rabbi Yosei. You can't tell me it means Rabbi Yosei. Hashta Rabbi Yosei bi'isur kolel mechayev shtayim. Bi'isur batahat mebaya. If you're going to tell me from this Braita that clearly he's telling me Yechayav too, that means even in this, this is the classic case of Yisur Kolel. And still the B Yosef is telling me too. So certainly the Batahat, you're going to be Yechayav too. So therefore, for sure, it goes without saying that you cannot tell me that the case of Milika, you're only going to be Yechayav one according to the B Yosef. He's told Yisur Kolel, Yechayav too. So of course, Batahat. El alav the B Shimon. Or must be coming for the B Shimon. Oh, so must be this was coming to tell me which means this case of the Milikan was coming in Rabbi Shimon. And what was he saying? Meaning Rabbi Shimon was only Poter, I'll tell you, in Isur Kolel. That's why he argued, he said, only Hayav. One of those cases. But when you have Isur, you're going to be Hayav too. And that's why if you look at Rashi, look at Rashi. Uh, look at the Rashi. Yeah. And the fact that he's Modeh in Milika. Which means like this. In this bright, let's understand the, 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 the dynamics, how this bright that worked. He brought me two cases. He brought me the case of Zar and uh, Shabbat. He brought me the case of Baal Mum and Tum'ah. And he brought me the Makhloket between the Biyoseh and the Bishwan. The Biyoseh says, I have two, the Bishwan says, I have one. Okay? Then you put Milika in a separate uh, category over there. And what did you say? You came along and brought me Milika, and the language of the Braita was the Ilu Milika Sharia. Now, 
when it comes to Milikal, who's this talking? Who are you talking about? If we're talking about Isur Kolel till this point over here, and you tell me that in Isur Kolel to be your sisters, you have two, so certainly when it comes to Milika, you're also going to be Hayav two. That's about the hot case. It's only going to be about the hot case. So therefore, for the Bios, I don't need that. That's superfluous. I don't need that. Must be coming for the Bishamon. And you know what it's telling me? The Bishamon saying, I only argued you should know in the first two cases, because that's Isur Kolel. But you should know in the case of Medica, I agree with you. You're going to be Hayav too because it's about the hot case. So from the setup of this Braita, the Hidush in Milika was definitely coming Aliba Davka for the Bishamon. So therefore you see Bar Kapara, you're wrong. Because Bar Kapara, you wanted to say that he argues even by Milika by about the hot case. And that's not so. And therefore the Gemara concludes, Tiyufta de Bar Kapara, Tiyufta. This is a... Question on Bar Kapara, and it's a refutation. So therefore, the Ma'aseh, Bar Kapara, Bar Kapara, your whole Hidush was what? The Bishamon argues by Batahat Kesos, he's the only Hayav one. That's so. The brightest master over here, that he only argued on Isur Kolel. But when he came to Isur uh, Batahat, he's more there. Bar Kapara, Now we go back to a side point that we discussed earlier in the Gemara. The Gemara said... Uh, just, just a clarification, gentlemen. Just in the wordage over here, when the Gemara said over here, "Vi'ilu milika sharia," I explained that he was matir. That word sharia is not mutar over here. This word sharia, he left it out, which means he only discussed two cases, but they didn't discuss the third case. Why they only discussed the two cases? Because that's where their argument is. The two cases of Yisur Kolel. The Milika case was left out because they're not arguing in that case. And the Sharia over here means the Shayir. It was left, it was not part of the original discussion for obvious reasons because there's no argument in that case. Now we just go further. Okay, one of the cases was, gentlemen, a non Kohen that worked on Shabbat. So we said, according to the B, you'll see Hayaf too. But Hayaf because you're Zar. Zar cannot work on Shabbat. Zar cannot work at all. And what's the second Isur? Hilul Shabbat. Now let's analyze. What did he do exactly? How did he mechalal Shabbat away? We're assuming that there's a Hayyub Mitah here. That's the assumption at least. Well, Zar is Hayyub Mitah. Zar at work, non-quence, Hayyub Mitah. But what, did, what, what was the Hilul Shabbat that he did? So, so the Abraham says, Oh, Bemai. In Bishchita. You're talking about Shechita. That's not so. Shechita Bezar Keshira. Halakha says, You don't need a Kohen to do Shechita. A non-Kohen can do shaita, so that, that's not Hilul Shabbat for him. He's allowed to make shaita. He became a said, I mean, oh, you know what he did? He received the blood, and he walked into the Mizbeah. What kind of Isur is that? Tultul Ba'almau. There's no Isur on that. It's just, it's Mukseh. Worst. You're going to give a guy a Hayyub Mitah on Mukseh? So what's the case where you tell me he gets two Isurim over here? There's no two Isurim. Come on, I'll tell you what it is. He behaktara. Do you know what he did? He put the Qurban on the fire. He made a fire. That's, that's the Isur. Now you have to remember, who we're talking? We're talking to Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef has a famous shita that we learned many times in Shaz, that Rabbi Yosef said like this, why does the Torah, when it comes to Shabbat, have to single out, so he said, to teach about all the other Melachot, you're going to be Hayav. But Havara is different. Hayav, you only get a... Love. Also, according to Rabbi Yosef, 
So therefore, what's the case where you're going to tell me it's Hayab Mitah? I understand why it's Hayab on the Zar. But you can't get with the Shabbat. What did he do? Shahita, he's allowed to do Shahita. What? He, he carried the blood? That's not a Sudra Deoraita. Oh, I got it. He made the fire. So what? Fire is only allowed. You're not going to get his Hayab Mitah now either. So Amar of Ahadar Yaakov, Bishkitat Paroshil Kohen Gadol. Special case, it's talking about the part of the Kohen Gadol, which we're talking about on Yom Kippur. <laughs> and therefore the Shaitan is considered an Ab and he wasn't allowed to do it, because only the Kohen could do it, so therefore they get him on Ailul uh, Shabbat as well. That's part of the opinion that says that the Shaitan of the Kohen Gadol's part of Yom Kippur can only be done by a... Kohen Gadol. So why do you say Zar? By the way, if that's the case, even the Kohen Ejot is not allowed to do this uh, Shaita. So the Gemara says, no. Shezar it's Ka'amar. You're right, it's not about a Kohen Ejot. When it said Zar, it meant he's a Zar to the service. But he's a Kohen Ejot. Because even a Kohen Ejot cannot do such. Uh, so therefore, he's a Zar and he's also a Shabbat. That's why you get the two. But it's not about the Paroj or Kohen Gadol, you can put him. Kemara concludes and says, Matkif midi hataot ketani, olave ketani, which is, all the Rabbi Yosef said is, Yehayav tu. Did he say Yehayav tu hataot? Did he say Yehayav tu lavin? That you're getting all excited. What did he do? Didn't he say Yehayav mitat twice? You said, can't be this, it can't be that. All he said was, ela isure be'alma kahashiv. All he just said is, you get two isurim. So the Gemara says, "Lemay nafkamina lekovro ben neshaim gemurim," which means, really, I go back to my original uh, assumption. It's talking about a regular case. Even the case was where, let's say, he made haktara. He made the fire. Also, he was screaming, "What? Oh, the fire? The fire is only sulav. That's not a. That's not hayamita." Who said we have to talk about case of hayamita? Did he say about hayamita? Because he just hayav shtayim. Hayav Shtayim? So if you have Hayav... Uh, what's Nafka mean? If you tell me... You, you really have Hayav Shtayim in this case, meaning you're not, it's like considered two Hataot you have to bring. Nafka mean, where are you going to bury the guy again? Which means, in principle, we're going to look at this guy, you did two things. Bottom line, you're a Zahar, you were, and when it came to Shabbat, you did an Isu Lav. Nafka Mina, you're a Rashagamun. We bury you in the Sikila cemetery. We bury you in the more strict of cemeteries. We don't put you in the uh, Henek cemetery. And that's what she says. Let's just conclude with this. Haki Garcina, Midi Hataot Ketani, Olave Ketani, Isureu de Kashif. That's right. All the Mishnahs list, all the Mishnahs use Isurim. So yeah, the guy did two Isurim. So Azak Baruch, he did two Isurim. What's the Nafka Mina? Nafka Mina is where you're going to bury him. Baruch Anwar Le'olam. Amen. Amen.